Ashley Brock, reading Dolores Fawson's book, Dade, Chapter 8. Kayla tried to brace herself for the worst, and the worst would be Charles. However, he wasn't the person who stepped in the car. It was her sister, Misty. They glanced back at her as if he expected an explanation, but Kayla didn't have one. I didn't tell anyone, including Misty, where we were staying. Well, somebody did, unless it's blind luck, she found her way out here, he saw. Go to the bedroom and wait. Keep Wobby quiet if you can. Maybe if she's just on a fishing expedition and doesn't actually know you're here. Kayla was about to insist that Misty was no threat. Old habits die hard. She had a lifetime habit of defending Misty, but the truth was their location had likely been compromised. Now the question was how? Gary Collins. They'd spat out like profanity. It took Kayla a moment to realize when Dade had said the woman's name, but then she spotted the tall brunette who got out of the driver's side of the car. It was the paramedic who'd come to her state right after the shooting. Your sister knows Carrie? Dade asked, his attention fastened to the two women making their way to the porch. I don't think so. Yet here they were together. What was going on? Kayla shoved the concho into her pocket and hurried to the hall where Connie was waiting. The nanny had no doubt heard the car engine and was wondering if they were about to be attacked again. She handed Robbie to Connie. I'll be back after I talk to my sister. And by God, Misty better have some answers. By the time Kayla returned to the living room, Dade was talking on his cell. She didn't know who he had called, but he clearly wasn't happy. He had such a grip on the phone that she was surprised it didn't crush to powder, and his eyes were narrow to slits. Who says I'm at the Wellman Ranch? Dade barked. He paused, then cursed. How the hell did you manage to follow Winston? Kayla's stomach dropped. Her sister and this medic had followed the DA, then Charles's hired guns could have done the same. Oh, mercy. This had just gone from bad to worse. As if he declared war on it, Dade paused the security system and threw open the door. Carrie tried to push her way in, but Dade blocked her. I need to check your arm, Carrie insisted. You can get an infection or worse. My arm is fine, Dade insisted right back. He jerked away from Carrie when she tried to check the bandage that was visible just beneath the sleeve of his black t-shirt. Carrie's eyes narrowed as well, and she shot Kayla a glare. Kayla, Kayla ignored it and saved her glare for Misty, who was practically standing behind the much taller Carrie. Why did you come? Kayla asked her sister. Why? Misty stepped to Carrie's side. Because you believe I tried to kill you. I had to see you to convince you of the obvious. I would never take money from someone who wants to hurt you. It certainly sounded convincing, but Kayla... And Kayla wanted to believe her, but there was the issue of the money that Misty had recently acquired. There was also her sister's mere presence. Why did you come here? Kayla asked again. She had to dodge a glare from Carrie. You must have realized that someone could have followed you. No one did. No one did. Carrie snapped. She repeated it to date. I'm not stupid, date. I know how to watch my back. And yours. Winston was certain no one had followed him either. Date informed him. But you somehow managed it. How? Carrie helped. And her glare softened. I figured Winston or Allen would be out to see you sooner or later, so I kept an eye on the parking lot at the DA's office. I got lucky and saw them leave. You did all that so you could check on my arm. They didn't sound happy about that. We're convinced that Carrie was telling the truth. That put some fire back in her eyes. I care about you, Carrie snarled, snarled under her breath. And then she put the snarl into the look she gave Kayla. Oh, so that's what was going on. Carrie had a thing for Dade. That was well reasonable. After all, Dade was a hot guy and no doubt a prime catch. 
still made Kayla uncomfortable and she didn't want to explore why she didn't like Carrie going to extremes and check on Dade. Kayla walked closer until she was side by side with Dade and snared her sister's attention. Were you watching the DA's parking lot too? The seconds come by before Missy answered. Yes, and when Carrie spotted me, we got to talking, I asked her to bring me out here with her. She demanded I bring her. Carrie clarified the date. I agreed finally because I didn't want her to do something stupid but trying to follow me. Kayla figured that something stupid had already happened. You put Robbie in danger by coming here. Kayla told Misty. Her sister opened her mouth, but Kayla spoke right over her. We can talk about your innocence after the trial. After Robbie is safe. Safe. But for now, I need you just to back off and stay away from us. Misty flinched and her eyes actually watered because Kayla had never seen Misty cry. Anything but crocodile tears. She had to wonder if these were genuine. If so, Kayla would owe her a huge apology later after the trial. You both need to leave, Dade said. And it wasn't a suggestion. It was an order. He started to close the door, but Carrie got on to it. However, the woman didn't look at Dade. She looked at Kayla. You don't even remember me, do you? Kayla looked at her shoulder. You were at this state last night. Before that, I was with Preston the night you two met. Kayla hadn't expected the woman to say that. It was so much already on her mind, it took her a few moments to remember that night. A charity fundraiser in San Antonio, Kara at Carrie added, I was talking to Preston, and you interrupted us. Yeah, she remembered meeting them, and she vaguely recalled a woman next to Preston. Till now, she had no idea it was Carrie. A friend interrupted you, Kayla corrected, so, you, so she could introduce me to Preston. At the time, Kayla had thought it was one of the best moments of her life, and she continued to think that until she got to know the abusive man behind the million-dollar smile. Does this have anything to do with the trial or Kayla's safety? They demanded. Clicked on his phone. Because I have security arrangements to make. Yes, it does have something to do with the trial. Carrie had a death grip on the door to keep Dade from closing it. Kayla was bad news then, and she's bad news now. She went to that fundraiser to meet a rich guy, and she succeeded. She didn't care that Preston and I were dating. She just moved right in on him. Some by Carrie's accusation, Kayla pulled back her short. I wasn't aware you were seeing Preston. He didn't mention it. And I'm sure you didn't ask, Carrie paused and glanced at me. Preston ended things with me that night, and I figured you had plenty to do with that. I know your type, and I know you would have said any, said and done anything to snag a man like him. All that money, all that power, you wanted it, and you didn't care. You just pushed aside to get it. Kayla could have shaken. Kayla could only shake her head. You know nothing about me, she insisted. Kayla's right, you don't, Misty agreed. And I didn't come out here so you could attack my sister. Carrie ignored them and switched her attention to Dave. Kayla could get you killed. You must know she had something to do with that attack last night. Why else would the gunman have called her? Because Kayla was right against Dave's back. She felt his muscles ghosted. How did you know about that call? Carrie's eyes widened for just a second, and then she tried. I heard someone talking about it. Don't remember who. Her stare drilled into Dave. How else would I have known? You're not accusing me of anything, are you? Dave cares. No, but I'm telling you. For the last time to leave and to make sure that happened, he slammed the door in their faces. I'm sorry, Kayla said at the exact moment Dade said it too. Kayla managed a frustrated groan. Dade skipped the groan and made a call to his brother. No doubt, they had to get out of there fast, now that seemingly everyone in Silver Creek knew their location. While Dade was on the phone, Kayla looked out the window to make sure their guests didn't indeed drive away. Her sister gave her one last glance before she got in the car. The glance was definitely one of disapproval. 
Maybe because Kayla hadn't welcomed her with open arms. Maybe because Misty thought Kayla should have defended her more. It didn't matter which. The bottom line was that she couldn't trust her sister. Coming here had been irresponsible at best, and at worst, it had endangered Robbie. Dayden and his call looked out the window just as Carrie and Misty were driving one. Get your things ready. Grayson will be out here in a half an hour to escort us to our ranch. Your ranch? She questioned. Your brothers aren't going to like that. My brothers are all lawmen, and they'll never put their personal feelings above the badge. But that troubled expression let her know that this would not be a laid-back visit. It's only temporary until we can make arrangements for another safe house. Kayla turned to Connie. Turned to tell Connie the news, but she stopped. So did Dade. And he said, yeah. Think back to last night, he told her. Was the gunman's phone call mentioned while Carrie was still there? Kayla tried to pick through the details of that nightmare. I don't think so. That letter to the next one. You suspect her of something? She said, don't know yet. I don't like that she brought up her connection to your late husband. Neither did Kayla. She seemed to think I was honing in on her personal relationship with Preston and with you. They didn't deny it. The sudden tight jaw muscle confirmed it. Carrie and I were together, but things ended between us months ago. Kayla didn't doubt that Dana had ended the relationship, nor did she doubt Carrie's still feelings for Dade. She only hoped that Carrie wouldn't risk their safety, all for the sake of getting Dade back into her life. I'll tell Connie we're leaving soon. Kayla let him know, but the nanny had obviously overheard the news because she was already packing their things. Kayla started to help, but then she heard Dade's phone ring again. She hurried back to the living room to make sure nothing else had gone on. Kayla's not available, Dade said. His voice and his face were tense, and she walked closer, wondering who to cause this reaction. <laughs> Do your slimy lawyer know you called me? Dade asked whoever was on the other end of the line. Brennan came out. Oh, God, she already had enough for one day. Without adding him to the mix, why was the devil himself calling Dade? Dave's mouth tightened even more. So did the grip he had on the tiny so That sounds like a threat. Threat? That word slammed through her like a heavyweight fist. Charles was liberal with his threats. She had grown accustomed to them. But how dare he call now after nearly succeeding in killing her? She marched across the room and out of her hand. I need to talk to him. Dave was shaking his head when she ripped the phone from his hand. What do you want? Kayla demanded from Charles. Kayla. Charles said her name. The sappy sweet way that only he could manage. You're a hard woman to reach. I've been calling all around, trying to find you. Imagine my surprise to learn you was one of the Ryland boys. My advice, sleep with one eye open, because the Rylands will have to slit your pretty little throat. What do you want? Kayla paused between each word, because she was fighting to hold on to her composure. She wanted to scream. She wanted to reach through the phone and slap this vile man. I called to make sure Robbie was okay. The sappiness went down a notch. Well, he's not. She turned away from Dave when he tried to take the phone, but she did hold it so he could hear. He's in danger because of you, because of the assassin you hired to kill me. Kayla. Silence for a few seconds. My differences with you would never extend to my grandson. Besides, I didn't hire any assassins. She didn't believe him for a minute, judging from Dave's snarl. The, the kind of sick man endangers a baby just so he won't have to go to jail. Charles grew. I didn't danger him. But I intended to find out who did, and with that he ended the call, leaving Kayla to wonder what the heck had just happened. He's trying to trick me into believing he wasn't behind that attack last night, she mumbled. They eased the phone from her hand, hit the end call button. He also turned so he could keep watch out the window. Before that attack, had Brennan done anything to put Robbie at risk?
Kayla didn't want to think of the past year or the months before that when she was pregnant, but she forced herself to go back to the bad memories, to the beatings that Preston had delivered, to the verbal abuse from Charles. No, Kayla answered. When Charles learned I was pregnant, he seemed happy, and he was even happier when he learned I was carrying a boy. He warned Preston not to hit me when I was pregnant because he didn't want to risk a miscarriage. That confession cut through her because it was a reminder of the life she'd led. Trapped in hell, she was so ashamed of what she'd allowed to happen. Don't cry, she heard Date say. That's when she realized there were tears in her eyes. Kayla cursed the tears. She was tired of crying and just as tired of breaking down in front of Date. I'm not a wuss, she mumbled. Never saw you were, he yelped and pulled her in her Shh, he whispered, his breath brushing against her hair. Felt so good to have him hold her like this. His arms were warm and safe, but she couldn't do this. Dade was nothing like Preston, but she had to stand on her own two feet. That's why Kayla stepped back. Dade looked at her, frowned, and hooked his arm around her waist. He stamped her right back to him. I'm offering you a shoulder to cry on. That's it. No strings attached. Oh, there are strings. And she hadn't meant to say that aloud. Dade was looking out the window, keeping watch, but she waited until eyes angled back to her. This attraction has strings. Yeah, he admitted. He brushed his mouth over. I wish I could do something about that, but I can't. I want you. You want me. You're scared of a relationship, and I don't want my brothers hating you any more than they already do. Kayla took a deep breath. So our decision should be easy. We keep our hands off each other. He raised an eyebrow because his hands were already on her, and he wasn't backing away. Dade leaned down and put his mouth to hers again. It was just a touch. But it blazed right through her, leaving her breathless, making her want more. Kayla couldn't have more. Not now. Not ever. She put her hands on his chest to push herself back. To put some much needed distance between his hands and her body. But a sound stopped her cold. End of chapter 8.